Welcome aboard Sprout One. I'm your Chief Sprout Sweater, Dave Algio. Buckle up and enjoy this journey into mind and metaphor as we make sense of our day-to-day lives as human beings. These sprout-sized journeys into our inner world are intended to open you up to the stories we tell ourselves. The stories we tell ourselves about ourselves, the world and our place in it. You might find your gravity shifting from time to time as you navigate new perspectives and ideas or thoughts. But don't worry, that's normal. And this is episode one of the Sprout Sweater. Well, folks, here we are. Thank you for accompanying me on this, our first official mission. If you want a little more context on the why of this podcast, then check out episode zero, in which I share a little bit of background. Over the coming episodes, you will become more familiar with all things Sprout, the power of the small but significant shifts in perspective, habits, routines, and actions that can lead to a life that feels more meaningful and, and enjoyable, and one in which we can thrive rather than just survive. Today, I want you to start with giving yourself permission to be human. I love that phrase, permission to be human. It's not my phrase. I first heard it uttered by its originator, Tal Ben-Shahar, during a a book tour in which he was promoting his book, Happier. This was over 10 years ago now. uh, And I saw him in Newcastle and he he used that phrase and it just struck me as as so obvious (laughs) and simple, isn't it, really? And yet so powerful. But the thing is, the questions behind it and the thoughts behind it can go a lot deeper. First thing is, how often do you give yourself permission to be human? To feel exhausted, down, rough, sad, low, defeated, angry, resentful or jealous? Or any other manner of feelings that we often associate as being negative? So let's look at this human thing, because here's a definition I unearthed as I researched and prepared for this episode. Look, I'm a trainer. I cannot help myself but look for a definition, can I? So here, here we go. Human. A person. Humans are living, breathing entities capable of feeling and showing emotions, such as love, hate, compassion, and indifference. Some, but not all humans, are considerate and generous. Humans are fallible, although some deny that. Most, but not all humans, are forgiving of the faults of others. Humans are still necessary, although many of their functions have been automated by machines. See also automated attendant and machine. Now, that's a great definition from Webster's New World Telecom Dictionary, copyright 2010 by Wiley Publishing. Now, isn't it wonderful? And yes, it's oversimplified, but it still captures the variation. And more importantly, what are the more commonly shared traits amongst us human beings? Love, hate, compassion, fallibility amongst others. I also wonder just how much the sentiment behind the latter part of that definition, humans are still necessary, although many functions have been automated by machines. Might that be contributing to our motivation for perfection, to work harder and harder and achieve more output and so on? Yeah, it's far more complicated than that, I know that. But here's the thing. This is where our journey ought to begin. With the acknowledgement that we are humans not machines. (laughs) Indeed, how many of us treat our car or smartphone with far more care than we do ourselves? They need refueling, recharging, cleaning, polishing, rebooting or servicing from time to time, don't they? But what about you? See, I would assert that you need that downtime as much, if not more than any piece of machinery or electronics. Okay, so you sleep. But is that it? What else do we need? When you relax, do you really relax? Do you really switch off and allow your mind to wander? Do you find that it's not just worth it? 
because your inner voice, that narrative, starts with the Jack and Ori stories, those stories about how you're wasting your time, you're just lazy, or you're, it's driving you to keep going and getting more done. See, for me, that's where it starts. In order to start getting more out of our lives, rather than constantly putting stuff into it, we need to get our heads back, reclaim our mind from the less helpful or downright destructive stories running in the background. I'm not good enough. I need to be more. It'll be better when. If only I could. Once I achieve this, I will be. I'm just a lazy... Mm -mm -mm. What if they re realise I have no clue? What if I'm found out? Here's an example. <clears throat> in my former life as a police officer, I found myself uh, promoted reasonably young in service. Great, eh? Well, yes and no. Yes, because my hard work and effort was recognised. No, because I really believed I did not deserve it. So much so that it took me three years to hand over my PC's warrant card. You're supposed to hand that over when you get your new warrant card for your new rank. Three years I hung on to that. All the while, believing that one day, someone, somewhere, would suddenly realise I did not deserve to wear those sergeant stripes. And once exposed, they would quickly rip the stripes off my epaulettes and demand my sergeant's warrant card back. And I, in my amazing foresight, would be able to say, OK, don't worry, no need to get a new card. I still have my old PC's card here. And then I would slink back off to my former rank. A rank, incidentally, which I didn't believe I warranted either, to be fair. So, after three years, what changed? Well, two things shifted my perspective from imposter sergeant to, well, you know, I'm OK at this. The first thing, I looked around and realised that no one was perfect. No one. Not one single person I knew at any rank or in any role had it nailed. I realised I didn't have to be perfect. I couldn't be. And all I was doing by striving to be perfect was grinding myself into the ground and preventing the real me, the imperfect, fallible, compassionate, creative me, from being a human doing a police officer's job. When I looked around, all the other not perfect human beings were bringing something unique to their role themselves. And when they weren't, when they were trying too hard to be perfect, they too stunted their ability to bring their humanity to the role and ground themselves into the ground in the process. Permission to be human. And the second thing I realised is that I've been telling myself stories about myself. I'm not good enough, and if only I'd reached reach this idealised version of myself, I will be enough. And about the world and its expectations of me. You need to be more. I can see you. I can see the fool behind that uniform and persona. And I, I realise that those stories need not be true. Now, I say need not be true, because let's face it, it didn't matter to me whether they were actually true or not. I believed them nonetheless. And as I came to see that the years of angst, pain and fear were largely as a result of believing those stories, stories which I could challenge and change, I discovered the power of insight. Now insight, like the will o' the wisp, came into view showing me there was another way of seeing myself, others in the world, and then it vanished, leaving that diminishing glow behind it. From that point on, I have wrestled with these stories the narratives of my life. My experience with the PC's warrant card didn't dramatically change my life to the point of job done. Yes, it helped me remove an immense load, the weight of feeling like a fraud, the fear of being exposed at any moment. But that load, courtesy of those gnarly recurring entrenched stories, came back. 
in ever more devious and sneaky forms. The stories changed, but the plot remained the same. Not good enough. It'll be better when you could try harder. But that experience, it planted a sprout. A sprout-sized idea in my mind. We are not our thoughts. We are not the stories we tell ourselves. And over the years of nursing and watering that sprout, it has grown and split off into many more sprout-sized thoughts, practices, habits, hacks and helpful techniques, all designed to help with this complex, imperfect, messy human being called Dave Algio. All designed to remind him, me, I have permission to be human. And you can challenge and shift those stories and choose, choose the ones which complement you and help you guide you in the direction you want your life to go. So my questions for you are, what are the stories you're telling yourself about yourself? What are you telling yourself about the world? And what are you telling yourself about others and how the world and those others view you? And how are those stories helping or hindering your ability to be a human being and not just a human doing? So can you give yourself permission to be human from today, right now, in fact? And what objections arise in your mind as you give yourself that permission? What snapshot or synopsis flashes before you, hinting at a bigger, more deeply rooted narrative? <laughs> I guess that's your homework for this week, if you like. Pay attention to how you speak to yourself. Drive yourself and treat yourself, especially when you perceive yourself as being less than perfect. And use that phrase, permission to be human, as a reminder to exercise a little more self-compassion. It's a simple phrase, but in itself, it is a snapshot, a succinct synopsis of a bigger story. A story that calls us all to challenge those inner narratives that hold us back, or drive us to some impossible impression of perfect, or simply grind down our emotional reserves. By reminding yourself you have permission to be human, you are in fact allowing your very nature your human nature, an opportunity to feel the warmth of the sun and to start to impress itself on the world and more importantly, upon your own life. So now as Sprout One is preparing to return to your world once again, take with you that phrase, permission to be human and anything you may have collected along the way of this short journey, insight, inspiration, Take it with you, and as you land and make your way among your fellow human beings once again, just remember that. Remember that the narratives we tell ourselves need not be true. And we can remind ourselves, we can change those stories by using simple phrases like permission to be human. I hope you've enjoyed your flight aboard Sprout One. For show notes and information on how to get the podcast feed direct to your Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or other favorite podcast feed, visit SproutSweater.com. And touchdowns.